Well, hello. Have you ever, have you ever <laughs> experienced a serious dip in motivation? Like, has your motivation ever taken a real big hit? Do you find it challenging to stay on track when that happens? I know I have. Well, today I have a sweet treat for you. I have a good conversation to share that I had with my friend Lauren Joyce about this very topic. And she shares biblical, beautiful wisdom that will absolutely help you navigate those inevitable moments. I learned a lot. I know that you're going to learn a lot. You're going to laugh with us because we laugh and it's going to be real good. She actually introduces herself in the actual episode. So I'm not going to go into her bio now. I'm going to wait, but you're going to love her. And I hope you love this show too. Let's do it. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, y'all. So I have Lauren with me, and we're going to be talking about just living healthy when your motivation is in the garbage. And <laughs> I think this is a really good conversation to have because I've actually recently gotten a lot of questions on how to stay motivated. And it's not something that I actually ask myself because for me, things are more like autopilot. So I wanted to bring someone onto the show who can really minister to y'all. So Lauren, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Erica. So excited to be here and talk about one of my favorite topics, which is motivation, um, and especially from a biblical perspective. So super excited, but I'll just share a little bit um, about myself to start off, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. As Erica said, my name is Lauren. I live in Kansas, right smack dab in the United States with my husband of almost 10 years. And I have two sons who are currently seven and four at the time of Mm -hmm. this recording. I work as a healthy living and biblical mindset coach, but I like to say that my true passion is to be a Jesus loving encourager. I help Christian moms become the healthiest version of themselves by breaking free from diet culture so they can experience a true confidence and live as the women that God created them to be. And that deep down is my passion. It's what I love to do. Yeah. So my, my story, my testimony and how I came to help moms with health are actually really connected. And so I love just Mm. kind of intertwining them. So growing up, I lived a relatively healthy life. Like I thought, so I was really active. I didn't eat terrible for the most part. Mm -hmm. And I started walking with the Lord when I was in high school Mm. and then life happens, you know, Mm. you get distracted by the things of life, right? Yeah. We've all been there. I still lived relatively healthy. I was a marathon runner, am a marathon runner, whatever. Whoa. But then I, (laughs) but then I had kids and I worked full time and I just realized with all that was going on, 
Mm -hmm. how unhappy I was. And then I turned to health and I fell hardcore for the idea that I'd be happier if I just lost the baby weight, or if I got Mm -hmm. back into shape after so long being away from running, or if I ate healthier or was more disciplined or whatever else you can think of that really led me into trying the dieting and the strict exercise plans. But honestly, like I was still an emotional mess, which was the root of the problem, right? Mm. I was constantly yelling at my kids and I was dissatisfied in my marriage. And I was really never feeling like I had enough time for me to do Mm. what I really wanted to do. Yeah. And the thing is that at this point, like I had tried all the things, but the only thing I hadn't tried was actually pursuing a relationship with the Lord. I was getting ready to ask. I was like, are you still walking with the Lord? Cause I haven't heard him come up yet. <laughs> yep. So, you know, we were not talking much during that right. part of my life. And yeah. at that point I can, you know, I was kind of just at the end of myself. I was like, I don't know what else to do. I, I really want to feel settled. Like I want something to be different in my life. And mm-hmm. that was the only thing I hadn't tried. So I committed to getting up early every single morning to read my mm-hmm. Bible, which mm-hmm. was really hard because I used to hate mornings. And so I did that even when I didn't feel like it and when I struggled to see that anything was changing, but eventually over several months, things did start to change. My heart was softening, like my emotions were kind of settling. And I really began to learn this new biblical perspective on my purpose in life and my identity in Christ. And through that experience is where I learned and where God was teaching me just how connected health is when you think about physical and mental, emotional, spiritual, like it is all connected and it requires you putting effort into each of those areas in order to be healthy overall. So yeah, as I sought the Lord with this new perspective of health, that's when I realized that there was really just a simpler way to live healthy. That was far from being consumed with the guilt and the shame of the trying and the failing and all of the diets and the the workout programs, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I hear all the time is there's just this guilt and this shame that comes with living healthy because you think you should do better. You should have been able to follow that diet or something came up again that caused you Mm -hmm. to get off track. Mm -hmm. And then you just get in this mental, emotional cycle of guilt and shame and the connected thing comes back again. Yeah. But yeah, so I started really adopting these techniques. I named them way later after the fact, obviously, but Um, mindful nutrition and joyful movement and spiritual growth. And those are just the foundational pieces of living healthy in the most simple way. And that is what led me to really be able to live as my healthiest self. And then God started putting it on my heart to help others. One Mm -hmm. day I was, you know, reading my Bible and journaling and, and he goes, okay, I want you to put together everything you've learned and teach it to people. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) That was like, before I even knew what coaching was. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, God told me, and he's told me several times since then, but when he called me into coaching women around their health, it's almost always, I'd say probably 99% of the time, it's a way for him to get at something deeper in their hearts. It's oh my gosh, the surface yes. level health, the physical health, it's mm-hmm. the internal healing that he wants to do in order to draw women closer to him. And so that's, I don't know, that's like where my passion flows from, I guess. (laughs) No, it's good. And honestly, it actually reminds me of my kind of what I do in time management, right? Like we actually are just being sought out to treat symptoms. Mm -hmm. And there is this root cause that is common to every Christian woman who, who seeks help, right? Like for you, 
people might be looking for weight loss, but you know that that's not what they really need. They need a more quality, right? Like a deeper walk with the Lord. People come to me for time management. I'm like, I can help you put together a schedule, but I'm a life coach. Like I will help you get to the root of why all this is. And you're coming to me as a Christian life coach. I'm going to bring it back to the word of God. Yep. And we'll examine what your symptoms are against what the word of God says about it. Right. Yep. I think so much of what you do is similar to what I do. We just treat different symptoms. And so many women are not even aware that these symptoms are manifesting as a result of the lack in their spiritual life. And so when we have conversations like this, I think bringing it back to the root cause is so powerful because we are giving words to women who didn't have words to, to understand it in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. You know, I used to kind of dance around and say, oh, you know, I'll help you with weight loss or I'll help you with an exercise plan. But I started to realize that, and you just spoke it perfectly, like that saying that there is a root issue going on Mm -hmm. that is spiritual and that is emotional and mental. It's not just the physical manifestation. When you give language to that, it allows Mm -hmm. women to begin to look deeper and kind of see that bigger picture. And um, yeah, to me, that's super powerful. It is. And it's life-changing. It's life-giving, in fact. And so much of what our culture talks about now is really just a quick fix, right? It's kind of like you go to a, a doctor and he gives you a prescription for the symptom, but he doesn't actually, a lot of doctors don't take that time to dig deeper into what the, the cause of that issue is. And it could be so many different things, but it takes time to do that. And we want the quick answer. We just want to move on from the discomfort and not deal with the thing that's making us feel like we are less than. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the the huge things that women who work with me, they're going to walk away with is knowing that their identity is so rooted in Christ that they wholeheartedly believe and live in the truth that no amount of eating right or exercise or not doing those things makes them any more or less a daughter of the King. That's where their identity lies. Like you go and you eat a cookie when you know you shouldn't have eaten a cookie. Like you're still loved by the king of the universe. That's right. (laughs) Stop making, stop blaming the cookie and stop feeling shame about it. Yeah. It's one of the reframes that takes time. And I think there is this difference between understanding something in a head level, right? Intellectually versus walking it out and actually living it. So when we are, presented with opportunities to engage with women or men who invite us to think about things differently and to actually be bathed in this truth, right? We get to to do things God's way. And motivation is one of those things that people want to just like grab out of thin air, right? They're like, can you just give me the thing that will motivate me? And I can't say that I have ever had a conversation with someone that that ended in the way that they wanted it to end because it's never actually like, we don't have the thing that they really want. What they want is Jesus. And they don't even know that sometimes. So can you help us understand how to think about motivation biblically? Because that's not a common conversation, especially when people are talking about their physical health. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, this is one of my favorite teachings. Um, As I was kind of digging into the story of Joshua and Jericho, This is where I get a lot of my biblical basis for the motivation. Just a quick reminder of the story. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Joshua's leading the Israelites into the promised land. They come to Jericho, this huge walled city, and they're like, okay, God, what do we do? 
And God tells Joshua, get all the people, grab the ark and walk around the walls of the city once a day for the six days. And then he goes, you know, on the seventh day, you're going to walk around seven times. And then once you've walked around that last time, you're going to shout and yell and play all the loud instruments. And then the walls are going to crumble, right? Like (laughs) that doesn't make any sense. That's right. (laughs) If you think about it logically, like why, why does God say that? So anyways, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's a whole different conversation, but Mm -hmm. as I was studying into that, God showed me four things that are needed you know, when you're looking for, for motivation, when you're looking at this story and those four things are obedience, mm-hmm. the presence of the Lord, repetition and time. And so mm-hmm. I can kind of dig into those. Yeah, um, please. Each. So obedience, Joshua and, and the people, they followed the instructions and they trusted that God's plan was good and was going to be successful, even though it didn't seem to make any sense. Right. And so it is with our health when we lean on God's direction for what living healthy looks like for us, because it's going to look different for Mm -hmm. each and every one of us, because we're all created uniquely, right? Mm -hmm. But he knows us best. He created us and we get the opportunity to ask him what he wants us to know and what he wants us to do with our health. And then we get to follow that instruction in obedience, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it's against what culture says or against what even the government recommends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we get to know that the one who created us is giving us instruction for what we're doing. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let Jor's Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message Jor's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jor's Joy. All right, back to the show. Like this is especially helpful, I think, when you do feel like you've hit an obstacle, you know, you've Mm -hmm. run into a Jericho, right? And you're having a hard time with what you are doing to live healthy. To me, that that often means like, let's reassess, let's evaluate where we are and let's go to God and say, okay, is there something else that you want me to be doing differently? And this can come into play. Like when you're hitting a plateau, if you're trying to lose weight or something like that, you know, you get to seek God and say, okay, God, like, do I just need to push through this? Do I just need to keep going? Or is there something else that you're maybe wanting me to do? Because God may have something different planned that is preparing you for bigger changes or better things. Right. Mm -hmm. So some of the examples that came to mind, I was trying to think um, practically here of things that you might do to live healthy, but that don't necessarily make sense culturally. So one of the big things that I teach is starting with sleep and rest rather Mm -hmm. than adding things to your to-do list, like focus on taking things away. Preach. You're speaking to the (laughs) choir. I talk about this all the time. I thought you'd probably like that one. Oh my goodness. Yes. Because, and this is a whole nother teaching. I'm not going to get into too much, but you know, the two things we have to work with, not materials, I'm lacking the word here, but the two things we have to work with when we're talking about, I mean, living, but living healthy is time and energy. Right. You know, you don't feel like you have enough time. You don't feel like you have enough energy. Mm-hmm. Well, if you tackle your sleep and your rest and your schedules and your priorities first, mm-hmm. then you make time to do the thing and you have the energy to do the thing that you're trying to do, right? Instead of just adding to your to-do list, like, oh yeah, I have to meal plan now and I have to 
you know, go for a run and I have to, whatever, you know, and you just add things and that's how you get burnt out and you end up failing at your plan. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no like compliance because there was no capacity. (laughs) Right. But it seems illogical to someone who's saying, I want to lose weight. Well, go work on your sleep. They're like, but don't I just need to change my diet and start exercising? But let's work on your sleep first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if that's That's where God is leading you, because he knows that that's the issue. And if you don't sleep first, then your body's not going to function. Even if you do eat all the right things and exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Inflammation. If you don't rest, that cortisol shoots up like a crazy volcano spitting out lava. What a visual. Yes. Right. Love it. So yeah, so that's the first one, obedience. The second one, presence of the Lord. Joshua Mm -hmm. knew they had to carry the Ark of the Lord, the Ark of the Covenant with them the entire time, Yeah, right? Like they marched with that thing. I mean, I've only seen like drawings of it. Yeah. You know, I think it takes several people. Like it's not a small object, right? Isn't it on four? Like there's like essentially four people who have to carry it or two really strong people. Right. Yeah. It's definitely larger than like a moving box. That's kind of beside the point, but <laughs> it wasn't easy Geeking to do, out. but he knew they had to do it. And so that's something that I preach all the time is just inviting the Lord into the journey with you, which we've mm-hmm. kind of talked about a little bit already, but I like to think of your health journey as an avenue for growing deeper in relationship with God, mm-hmm. because what happens often is I think we get to thinking that we have to go get healthy or, you know, do all the things before we get to go to God. But, you know, from my experience and what I've seen, you know, working with women that things just go better when you walk with him. through Oh it. yeah. A thousand percent. <laughs> I was thinking about this one. I wanted to share um, just a personal experience from sure. not, not too long ago. Sugar is kind of my downfall. And I think a lot of women relate mm-hmm. to this in, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to go to sugar for a lot of things or feeling addicted to sugar or craving it or whatever, like something with sugar. Right. And so that's kind of my thing. And it's something that God and I are working on, but I was, I was struggling. I don't know. It was a couple of months ago now at this point, I think, and really feeling this guilt of like, why am I going through this again? But I was letting it get in between God and me. Mm. And I, I sat down with him and really journaled. And I was like, okay, what is going on? God. And he was just speaking the sweetest things. And and he just reminded me that I was believing the lie that he was waiting there to condemn me or to scold me for messing up again, Mm -hmm, (laughs) when mm -hmm. in reality, he was waiting to embrace me, to have me sit up on his lap and receive his love and ask for him to help me through the struggle and to heal, you know, whatever wound was deeper in my heart that's causing all of this in the first place. Right. But I think back to like before I had really gone through this process of learning kind of the foundational things of living healthy, like I would have never sat with God in that moment and had that conversation with him because I would have just been so stuck in the guilt Mm -hmm. or the frustration around me not being able to do better. Yeah. And so it's just such a beautiful thing when you get to, you know, you get to go to the father with that kind of thing when you're struggling instead of running away from him. Y'all need to hear that again. Don't run away from the Lord. We can look at all the people who did in the Bible and it never 
went well for them. Let's just take Jonah, for example, right? (laughs) (laughs) So you also mentioned repetition. Yeah. So, and the next one, yeah. Repetition doing, they had to do the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Like they had to walk around the same walls for seven days in a row. I'm sure that got boring, boring, right? Yeah. But repetition is the key in habit and discipline building. Yeah. Right. There's no way around just doing the same thing over and over again until it becomes second nature. Yeah. But knowing and trusting that it will get easier the more you do the thing, that's where you get to you get to trust that that you can continue forward and that it will make a difference and it it is strengthening you. You know, I was thinking about you know that we've been given a spirit of self-control and we've been given a choice in how we live. Mm-hmm. and how we take care of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And we've been given a freedom from sinful nature. You know, Galatians 5.1 is Christ came to set us free. Yeah. But that verse goes on to say, but stand firm in that freedom. That's right. Yeah. Like we have freedom, but there's also this repetitive, like choosing to live in that freedom, mm-hmm. right. And that discipline in that doing the right thing out of obedience. And I also think of like John 15, where Jesus is talking about abiding in him, remaining in him, mm-hmm. because with, apart from him, we can do nothing. But again, like we have to take that action and, and be abiding in him. That's right. That's good. And then the last one, before we wrap up, you mentioned time. And I think that this is probably even harder for, for some than repetition might be because we have this, especially the women that tune in to her renewed strength, this angst, right? This worry about what's to come and just like sitting in that waiting period is very uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. So where I get time in that story is that they were given an exact time frame to follow. So I think I looked it up at one point. I don't, I don't have it handy, but I think walking around the city of Jericho was like one or two miles. Like that okay. could have been done, whatever the math is, 13 times in one mm-hmm. day, probably. Yeah. yeah. But God didn't tell him to go walk around the wall 13 times. He told them walk around it once for six days. And then on the last day, walk around it seven times. He gave them these exact time frame instructions. Right. So to me, I think this speaks against our culture's instant gratification um, mm-hmm. idea, right? Like we are obsessed with it. Like we just want the easy button. We want the thing now. We don't want to have to wait. But I think it also speaks to a rhythm of rest, which we kind of mm-hmm. touched on a little bit earlier. Right. Like the people probably didn't do much when they weren't walking around the walls. Like they yeah. were probably resting and waiting on the Lord. And I think a lot of times we have to do that. If we kind of go back to what I mentioned earlier, like when you are able to see your health as an avenue to grow your relationship with God in those times of rest, in those times of waiting, like you get to just seek him more. And there's no, like, I like to say that healthy is a lifestyle. It's not an end goal. Like right. you may be trying to lose a certain amount of weight, mm-hmm. but in the process of that, you are also trying to develop a lifestyle of making your health a priority and learning how to make the best choices for yourself and learning how to live confidently in your body and in who Christ made you to be mm-hmm. and things like that. And so, yeah, I think it's the same with our health, like the most sustainable way to live healthy is not to rush is to go slow, take it one habit at a time Mm -hmm. and really commit to that long game, commit to the journey of it because you get to walk with the Lord through it. So who cares what ends up happening when you're with God, right? Well, fact. 
That's exactly <laughs> true. I know some of the women who are tuning in, they are wanting to live healthier and they are wanting to maybe lose weight or whatever words they have to to think about what they're experiencing and desiring. And these very four practical and applicable for any situation, honestly, you know, themes that you've teased out, I think are very appropriate for not just what you talk about, but also what we tend to talk about over here, which is that time management, right? Like so much of what we do comes back to how we do things, when we do things, and really why we do things. So with that said, developing the the mindset of looking at things biblically, I think is a is a practice that we benefit from doing more. And I would love for more women to tune into what you're talking about on your show because you know, it speaks to the different symptom, again, getting to the heart of it and keeping a biblical mindset about it all. Not everybody talks about it, right? Not everybody frames it that way. And I think it's the best way to frame it for our sisters in Christ. So I want to first thank you for coming on the show. This has been very, very insightful and really just life-giving. And second, I want to invite you to share where people can find you. Where can they get more of the wisdom and the expertise and the experience that the Lord has given you. Yeah, absolutely. I love coming on and sharing this and talking about the Bible. I mean, that's one of my favorite subjects. So, Same. Um, but yeah, if you want to hear more from me or connect with me, you can find me over on my podcast. It's called healthy and empowered living. And I am also on Facebook. I will make sure Erica has the link to that. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and then is it okay if I offer your listeners a free gift? Oh yeah, go for it. Awesome. So if this is kind of touching on you and you want to some practical steps of where you can start, you can download. I created a free guide called Five Ways Christian Moms Can Live Healthy mm-hmm. Even When They Feel Too Busy. And you can download that at healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash resource. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren. I've enjoyed our conversation and I'll be sure to have all these links for y'all in the show notes. So be sure that you are click, click, clicking. And if you're not, we'll see you on the next one. Bye y'all. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.